What's up, everybody? It's Matt Johnson. We are back with another episode of Real Estate Uncensored. This is the place where you get actionable ideas, insight, and inspiration to turn your real estate career into a life of freedom. And Matthew Clausen is back with us. We've got an amazing guest. We're talking about how to market yourself to builders and investors, not just for any old reason, but so that you actually generate multiple deals out of the same relationship, right? Same relationship, multiple deals, multiple commissions, and, uh, and more of a dependable, consistent, reliable source of income so you have more freedom and fun in your real estate business. So as always, we have a bunch of stuff to get into. We've got the evil bald ninja is here. We'll bring him in a second. We'll bring Matt in in a second. But first, the junior grandmaster needs his proper introduction. Greg Daniel. <laughs> need to give you your proper yeah, space. you know I do. I know you're chomping oh, at the bit. What's up today? Oh, dude, I am so blessed. I mean, we, we, we live just an incredible life. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I was in a funk a while back. I just was in, just in a shit mood, right? I didn't want to do anything. And I finally got my engines refired up the other day and it felt, it feels amazing to be back crushing it, uh, doing, doing my calls. And, uh, I was introduced to a, a product called I comp. So the letter I and then it's a free service. We were talking about it off offline. And, uh, it's really a cool thing. Cause if you're like on the calls or if you're, you know, want to run fast comps before you run out to a listing appointment, someone calls you, Hey, come on out. I'd like to get a value in my home. Go to icomp.com uh, and you can look at, you know, value, what the potential value would be. Obviously, you're going to run your own numbers as an algorithm. It's not in a human being, but you can talk with someone with some real value about it. And I just, I love getting involved. I'm buying more properties. I'm, I'm, I'm working on it, you know, with uh, Chris Prefontaine, Zach Beach, you know, real estate, smart real estate coach. And I got my black book. And this is the black book of peas. And not what you think, Matt. This is properties. Okay. Black, black book of properties. And I, uh, I have 22 properties right now, not on the market that want to sell. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Anyways, Wait, that's what I want to get. What's that now? How many? 22 properties that have agreed to sell with me. Either I can wholesale them, mm -hmm. um, bring them out to investors, or, you know, figure out a way I can buy, maybe buy them on subject to deals or owner financing or something like that. And I can take them over and start buying up my, buying up, buying them up myself. So it's all okay. about, mindset and i that's why i talked to reach out to clausen mr matt clausen the legend the myth the man um about this because he, he he's a recovering ex-builder it's okay hi matt how are you um <laughs> being a real uh, is a better thing for sure it is it is but uh you you've been on the show before with us about a build about being a builder and how you were in the past and how to agents can reach out to builders and create multiple deal streams right and so I just want to kind of just want to welcome to the show and talk a little bit about that. So welcome to the show. Volpe's here, but he's lurking in the background where we can't see him. It's kind of weird, but it is what it is. Thanks for having me on, boys. This is, it was fun last time. I'm looking forward to it. So awesome. Sure. It's going to be better. Cool. Are you just <laughs> mad because you can't see me? Yes. It's weird. All right. Let me fix it. Ready? God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. For those that are that are at home that are listening, Gene is dressed in full-on Gumby. Is it Gumby? That's Gumby. Don't you remember our conversation last week? I told you. I was <laughs> yeah, I remember, but I wasn't sure Gumby. what the – it's been so long since I thought about Gumby as a character, and you're literally dressed in a green Gumby costume. You're welcome. I don't know what's going on. So, something with cybersecurity for children, or Gene is stealing children, or something. I'm not quite sure what it is, but uh, anyway. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. All right. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So let's, uh, the, the thing that I wanted to get into at the top of the show is this. So Matt, you just joined up with Compass. 
uh, and enjoying it. But this is like you mentioned before we jump it on that this is like a, it's like a buffet of stuff, right? You've got the, all these different yeah. options and things like that. We have kind of a similar thing when people join. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, someone who came joined right before me, and I saw, you know, I was seeking advice as I started off the process with Compass, and they said, you know, it's, they, there's all these powerful tools that Compass offers, and it's, you know, there's a reason that Compass has succeeded the way they have, and part of it, of course, is just all the all the money they've been able to pour into this thing, but also it's the the tools and the platforms that they offer to the realtors, and uh, so, anyways, this guy who was my friend who was uh, already at Compass told me that when you first join, it's sort of like being at a buffet. You got to figure out where to dig because you just can't you can't eat everything, right? There's just too much there. Yeah. You got to figure out where to start, and that's something we we talked briefly about. Yeah, yeah, and and we, Greg, you and I have noticed this uh, the same thing, right? So when somebody joins EXP, not like uh, like let's say they hear about it through our show, they talk to you, they they get excited about it, they jump in, and of course EXP has their uh, like. A, a massive amount of value and a bunch of different tools and a bunch of different resources. And then on top of that, they get like our training programs that we used to charge for. They get access to like 36 to life with Hank Avink that's been on the show before for ridiculously cheap. They can meet Glenn Twiddle. They can do like, there's like, basically we dump a whole bunch of value on them too. Um, and so I wanted to address just real quick, how do you handle that? So Greg, let's, let's maybe start with you and give us your perspective on stuff and what you would like to see when somebody first joins up with a new brokerage, because you've gone through that before when you joined up with EXP, you moved your entire real estate team over it last, was it January? No, it was two years ago, dude. Last January. Yeah, not this yeah. one, last January. Right, yeah. so, you, so you've been through this. So tell me a little bit about what your experience was, and then I want to go through just a, some simple ways to triage it and think through how to find the best tools quickly and not get bogged down in the buffet. Uh, well, I love buffets, so I can't talk shit about buffets, but I know what you're coming from. And so when we first transitioned over, I remember sitting exactly in his chair and I was, uh, it was my first Monday, uh, when I wasn't going to be going to an office anymore. And I was basically working on my own cause I wasn't going to see anybody day to day. And I was like, Oh fuck, what did I get myself into? And so then I, cause there's that emotional mental mindset shift when you switch to a different brokerage, cause part of your identity is kind of tied to that old brokerage slightly. Hey, I'm Bob from Remax. We hate him, but we know Bob from Remax, you know, Matt Clausen from, you know, J Rockcliffe, Greg McDaniel from J Rockcliffe. Now it's Matt Clausen with, you know, Compass, Greg McDaniel with EXP. There's that identity shift. And so what I had to do is I had to sit down and I had to, and I went deep into what all the value adds were with EXP when I shifted over. And you need to kind of understand, like, do you want to shift your, your marketing slightly with all these new tools? Do you want to say, well, it's tried and true? Do you want to do a 50-50, 70-30, whatever you want to do, like swapping out some of the new for the old and identify where your problem areas were. Like I did, I, I identified where my problem areas were with my past brokerage and then wanted to mitigate it with some of the new technology that was with, with EXP. Like now I can recruit people on my team anywhere in the world. Well, anyone at that time, U.S. and Canada, now it's U.S., Canada, e Europe, um, England and Australia, but my, you know, kind of figure out just which direction you want to go. Do you want to focus on recruiting? Do you want to focus on more along the lines of just production? Do you want to build a team? Do you want to build a downline? And so right. I just dove into kind of where my priorities were and it was an adjustment time frame, but that was okay. I knew that was going to happen. And then I just mm -hmm. took the bull by the horns and I ran with it and identified for myself that I, as everyone is obviously well known, like Matt on your podcast this week on Facebook Live, I was talk, joking with you saying I was scared of being on a camera, right. and you're like, "No, Greg will sniff out a camera crew and you know grab the camera and make it go live," <laughs> and I do. Yep. <laughs> but I identified that I want to do a lot of high tech and a lot of video work 
to be seen more because that's where my personality can come out. And so I've, I've kind of doubled down on that and been creative with viral marketing and what we're creating with them. Actually, Matt, you'd be very proud. I, I, I gave my coach, uh, Paul, 16 videos in one week. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So I'm doubling down yeah. on videos. Yeah. So that's how kind of how okay. I went through it. It was, yeah. just, it was a mind shift, uh, then identifying what I want, where my problem areas were, and then plugging the gaps with the new technology that was offered at the new mm -hmm. brokerage, and then just take it off from there. So that's, yep. that's a very long rant to a very simple question. But that was a very it. long rant, but you basically said exactly what I said when we we're when before we hit record, which is yeah, like the 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 key is not to get overwhelmed by all the options, right? You triage, figure out what your needs are, figure out what the tools are that apply to that need, and just don't even think about everything else. So yeah, we we can go through the uh, the more like I mean, just think about it in very simple terms, like you know, do I need more leads or do I need help servicing the clients? Even if you just ask yourself like that question most likely you have one or two of those problems are way more pressing, right? So if you don't have problems servicing clients, then don't worry about any of the tools that relate to operations. Like, great, set mm -hmm. those on the back burner, right? So if, you, if your biggest problem is you don't have enough leads, you don't have enough clients right now, well, then let's look at the tools that might give you an advantage there, right? And then, Greg, that's what you mentioned with like video marketing, things like that. Because I think at this point, that's what most people, when they first sign on to a new brokerage, you want to make sure that your leads are still coming in. You want to make sure that you're closing business and stuff like that. So anyway, that's that. Hopefully that's helpful. I know Matt, you're going through that right now. Uh, we've seen a lot of people go through it, so hopefully that was helpful. But uh, tell me a little bit about what you're seeing, because I don't. I, I like I've talked to folks like Mike Lafito, who's been on the show before. Uh, they had the opportunity to go with Compass. I've talked with people that have done it. I've talked to people that have rejected it. Um, I know it's new for you, but what, what are the things that initially drew you? Well, I mean, they're, they're, they're the leader, right? I mean, they're the, the number one independent brokers in the country right now. They're up and coming. Yeah. Uh, in this area, in the Bay Area, they're, they have something between a 40 and a 50% market share. That's yeah, ridiculous. Uh, in some areas like San Francisco, it's over 50, they say. Um, what does that mean? You can debate that. I'm not really, I'm not even entirely sure, but it's, it's you, if you look at just the number of listings out there, you can see it anecdotally. I mean, just how many and how powerful this company's become. And I thought I wanted to be a part of that. You know, I wanted to be a part of the leader and the, and the winner. And I think that's, uh, it, you know, there's a lot of benefits to that. I mean, a lot of the great real estate, you know, the, the realtors are, are part of Compass now. Compass has paid for a lot of that, but then now a lot of them are just joining up with them. And so I want to be a part of that winning team. And that was, you know, and, and then as I, as I studied it a little more closely and started thinking about it, I mean, they really do have a powerful array of tools. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's a technology company. I mean, that's mm -hmm. what it is. And so um, you start looking at those tools, and I, and I can only compare it to where I was before. And I was with a really good company. I mean, Greg, as you know, Rockliffe was the market share leader in this in the East Bay uh, for, for a long time. Um, but what Compass offers is, is, you know, is way head and shoulders above what I've seen at, at Rockcliffe, you know, as far as the marketing tools and the, and the platform and all these, it's all integrated and makes it really easy for the realtor once you kind of figure it all out. So I'm still in that learning curve a little bit, but I'm getting there. And um, I just want to be a part of that winning team. So, yeah. Well, Very cool. that's, why, that's why you're on the podcast, buddy. And you're welcome. <laughs> Your gift card's in the mail. Hey, thank you. Exactly. Can I can I jump in here too? I want to I want to talk some talk something about what you're what you're what you're getting into because I get yes, I get the opportunity. Yes. I get I get Can't the opportunity to see this from the outside, right? 
So I think, and I don't want to mention names, there are a lot of brokerages out there that have this new tech, and I feel like this is part of the arms race, right? Like every brokerage is trying to outdo every other brokerage to get the most amount of agents, number one. And number two is they're trying to beat out the Zillows of the world, right? So, you know, like say Keller Williams, for example, is trying to get, they're creating platforms that they're keeping in-house so the agents, quote unquote, keep their own data, right? And, and what I find is that a lot of these brokerages operate by the fire hose method. It's like, let me show you all 6,383 things that we do, of which 90% of them are not completely finished yet. And I think for the average agent who's not so tech savvy in a lot of cases, they are like, they go into these big meetings and they come out like, I don't, I, I see it when people, especially when people switch brokerages. I can't even focus on my business right now because I'm so overwhelmed with it, with all the stuff I got to get used to, all these lead generators. So when I used to coach agents in this, this one office where they were actually going through this stuff, I would say to them, listen, you got to work from the back. First, what is, what is your end goal, number one? Like you said that. And this is in marketing too, right, Matt? Like we talk about where's your audience, where are your eyeballs, and then go there and master that area, right? So if it is Facebook because that's your your people, then go there and know that before you're on Twitter. There's no reason for you to be on Twitter. So when you go to these big events at Compass, at EXP, whatever it is, they're going to give you 60 things. You need to pick out two that generally align with your business, and you need to become experts in those two. For the rest of the stuff, arm yourself with the knowledge that that tool is there for you when you need it, but don't pay any mind to it yet because it's only going to confuse the issue. No, that's a perfect point. I mean, uh, Howard Britton, who ran and started uh, Star Power back in the day, a great organization. Now it's a, I don't even know if it's even operational, but um, he would, he was, it was very clear what he would say was this. He was like, okay, when you, he would give you every day, he would have all your notes in his little booklet that you'd have. Do I have one around here anywhere? I don't think, I don't think I do. Um, there's a big booklet, right? And he'd say, at the end of every day, you're going to sit down and you're going to write down your three takeaways, your three top takeaways from that day. And then the last day, you know, he, he would he would have us all be a whole group thing in the in the main room. We'd say, okay, take your three sheets that you have your top three things per day, and then you're going to take four total things you're going to put into your business in the next year, one per quarter. And then you're going to say, what what are you going to do? Who do you need to do it? What finances need to be do you need to have to do this? And what what is the end result that you're going to try to go for? Uh, and that cl that was cl the clarity on that was just absolutely amazing because you weren't like willy nilly all over the place, uh, you were very very centered. And one of the things that I think we'll get into sometime on this podcast is working with potential other deal streams, and one of which could be a really big one would be builders and developers, and how to interact with them, uh, and how to you know speak speak builder, I guess. Um, and so, Matt, uh, tell us a little bit about what you have experienced as a builder before an agent, before you're an agent, what agents would do that would turn a builder off? That's a good, uh, you know, turn a builder off. I mean, waste your time, right? I mean, builders, uh, are, if you're a busy builder, I mean, in my, you know, I just, I came from that background. My father was a builder for, you know, 40 years. And that guy would work 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., six days a week practically, you know. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it, running an operation like that, it is an incredible amount of work. And what they don't have is time. They don't have, they don't have time to do the searching for properties. Sometimes, they don't, they, sometimes that's the thing that suffers, right? Looking for the next deal, those are easy things to let go by the wayside because they're so busy in the op daily operation of what they're doing. So it, when you come to them with deals, 
that are right there on Zillow or not, you know, we, don't want, we don't want to say Zillow, right? But right there on the open market that everyone's been looking at for two or three years, that's a waste of their time and they're going to write you off right away. You're not providing them any value at all. So what you've got to do is you've got to bring, you know, you, you've got to let them know the, and I think this is something early on, I mean, you can create that relationship by getting in there early on and just introducing yourself and saying, hey, I'm here. I'd love to be here to help you. I'd love to try to help you find deals before they come on the market or deals that are potential deals downstream that you can, that we can look at, you know, so we can start planning and being ready to move on quickly if they do come on the market. Um, they're looking for you to provide a value in that, in that manner and not just come in and waste their time and, and, and let them know something that they, they've already heard about three or four times or that they, they can easily check by looking online, you know, and that any mm -hmm. other realtor can, can do the same. So I guess that's the easiest way to, to turn off a builder is to waste their time. Well, LoopNet is the more, the biggest site out there for basically commercial properties. And, you know, when it, when my experience with LoopNet is it's very fun to look at, but there's a reason why the properties are on LoopNet. It's because they don't fit a certain box that 90% of the builders and developers and, you know, everyone else is looking for. Uh, so don't show people, don't, don't go to LoopNet, download everything and, and go walk into a builder's office and be, Hey, check it out. I got like 50 different properties. You'd be like, fuck off, man. I've seen all of these. You just wasted 20 minutes of my day. I, I can't get that back. Never see it. Never talk to me again. Um, like yeah. I have my little, my little black book of, of, of peas over here, aka properties. And this thing, I have lots, I have land, I have development opportunities that are not on the market here. And these are from cold calls. And so if I walked into your hypothetical building office, Matt, and I'm, you know, well, Clausen, I'll call you, I'm going to go by last names, Clausen. And I'm like, hey, bro, like I got these properties that are on the market. These are what you can do with them. This is what they'll sell them for. You know, do you want to take a look at them? Now that would be valuable, right? I think absolutely. Although I would say that even, I even maybe even, a, that'd be a great lead for sure. And you find the right guy. Yeah, perfect. Because they know they found this guy has something to offer, right? But another thing is just come in and find out for sure, make sure you understand exactly what it is that real, real, that builder needs, right? Mm -hmm. So to get in there first and just say, hey, what I just I'm a local realtor. I've been in this business for X amount of years. Um, I have some a lot of experience working with builders like yourself. I just want to make sure I'm doing anything I can for you to help you. Is there anything I could do to help mm -hmm. you? Which is really similar, actually, to what your conversation would be with any prospect, I suppose. Um, right. But because that builder may be like, well, gosh, I'd love to look at your deals, but I got two my my last two projects, I can't sell them. You know, I wish I, mm. what I really need to do is get these things sold. They were on the market for six months and now I've just pulled it off. I'm going to rent it out for a year. I mean, you just don't know their situation until you ask, right? And start that conversation. So I don't know if that's, but, but to be, yeah, to your point, of course, having off market deals is the ultimate, right? So, so, I mean, I, I mean, I, I know there's a guy, Will and his business partner, Eli out in Denver, Colorado. Uh, they were on the show a while back, beginning of this summer, I think. And they, what they did is they went out and they, they talked to the builders. So very close to kind of what we're talking about here. They went and talked to the builders and said, Hey ma'am, I see you have a new project over here on the corner of Smith and first, um, how are you getting the word out about it? Oh, we're doing blah, blah, blah. That's cool. Can we do some video marketing for you and see if we can bring in some of the buyers, if you'll cooperate with us. And I mean, if you, if I walked into and told you, Hey man, can I do work for you and not get paid for it? But I'll get paid only if I can bring a buyer in and I'll do all the production. I mean, that's some serious value, right? Well, yeah, and you're and you're just showing them, you're just showing them that positive energy too, on top of everything else, right? Because they're going to have to decide, and they may have a pre-existing relationship with some realtors, or they're going to try, they're they're planning on using to sell it. Who knows, right? But you're showing that 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 initial, you know, 
energy that, that they're, they're going to remember that. So, yeah, I mean, it can only help. I, I think that's fantastic. Who's going to say no to that? Who's going to say no? It, 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 well, a, re, a retarded individual who has no mental capacity needs to, you know, wear a helmet when they tie their shoelaces. That's who's going to say no to that. Oh, I but, think you know, I might have said no a few times then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, don't, don't don't put it past people to uh, to do things that are not in their best interest because you don't either present it right or they don't see the value in it. So uh, never never underestimate people's capacity to do things that are not in their best interest. <laughs> well, so so I want to I want to tell you guys here. So with this Will and I Eli did this right. Yeah. They got the exclusive to sell a new community. Uh, over the next several years, obviously, it's not going to be done in one foul swoop, but they got the exclusive to sell this new community for this builders of 15,000 properties by reaching out and showing them the market. Yeah, Matt, if you can't see him, Matt's shaking his head in complete disbelief. <laughs> He's like a dog that just got wet. He's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's an amazing thing. So you guys go out and talk to the builders. I mean, the 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 the, the least that's going to happen is you're going to start building a relationship with these people because you t you meet a lot of folks on your day to day stuff. Like I listed a five million dollar property. I've talked about several times. That's a possible build. By the way, Clausen, you and I should talk. Um, I got a new property, buddy. I got a great deal for you. Family discount. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Let's write it up right now. Let's do, Let's do this, baby. <laughs> Um, but I mean, going and just building the relationship with them, be, being proactive in your marketplace, it's not going to be your only main vein of, of, of deal flow. This is supplemental deal flow where you get the deal in the front, then you negotiate the sale of those properties once they're built and you can do pre-marketing for them. So then you're building a, a buyer list of properties that might buy that project and or other new builds, which you can sign them into other new builds and you get deal streams coming from them. And you get the properties that you're going to sell down the road. So you have three to four potential opportunities of getting deals from just building the relationships with the builders. I mean, it's when you wrap your brain around it, you're just like, holy shit. Like, you could just niche into builders and build a buyer list, do resale from the buyers that are coming through to buy the new homes, and or refer them out, sign them into other new builds, not do a single Thing on the transaction, the new build real estate agent will handle the entire deal. You just get it. I got a check for $35,000 the other day. I spent an hour at a new home site with my buyers. They signed in. I walked away and said, Bon voyage, amigos. And uh, thank you very much for the green. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, a, uh, that's, a, that's an East Bay problem. Like, oh, oh I spent an hour. I had to introduce these buyers. Uh, like I walked out with only a check for thirty-five grand. It's just oh, such a oh, such a pain. What a horrible Tuesday. Do you, do That's you right. Hear a funny story. I have a friend that she she sold sold real estate over in the peninsula, and she okay. said that she had agents in her office that legitimately would say, "I don't want to waste my time with these one to two million dollar homes." I'm like, "What? <laughs> Bring them." <laughs> I will, I will, I will work the slums for you. I take it. <laughs> oh, exactly. Oh man, that's funny. Okay, but but I think the key to all this, and, and Greg, you're going through this right now because I know you're working with Chris Prefontaine's team, Zach Beach, his son-in-law, right? You're like really deeply plugged into and and getting more and more plugged into, in the investment side, learning how like how the investment, like for example, you're learning how to buy real estate on terms. So you're building this whole other skill set, and even you've talked about how it's a it's a it's a bit of a mind fuck to to get your brain to think that way, to think in terms of I'm not just here to show up and list the property, right? To think in terms of like the bigger picture, like it's it's a challenge. 
I think, Matt, you'd probably agree coming from the background that you came from, you probably run into agents all the time and you did while you were more in the building side of things that they just they don't think in the bigger picture like an investor thinks. They're thinking about the deal. They're thinking about the commission. They're not thinking about the bigger picture. And to me, if you're going to specialize in this sort of thing and have those relationships that generate multiple deals over time, you have to start thinking like your client. If you want builders and investors as clients, you have to start thinking like them. Matt, how would you recommend that agents start building that kind of muscle? How do you start to think like them, get around them, learn how they think, learn a little bit more about what investors and builders know that agents don't know? Wow, that's a good question. Boy, that's a good question. You know, it, it is so easy as a realtor. We get into this, you know, we're just chasing the next paycheck, right? I mean, that's, and, and, uh, and you're just chasing the next deal. And um, you really, it's, you know, builders are, are in the, uh, this longer process, right? As you guys know, yeah. how do you yeah. get into that? That's a good question. I, I think, you, you know, maybe you start small, you know, as far as like doing, starting to do your own one, like you just kind of said, do your own deal to try to start kind of, you know, where, where you're basically buying a fixture up or that you're a part of the whole of the whole deal. And you come in and you throw your commission into the deal or something like that. I've, I've seen a lot of realtors kind of play that game where they actually, you know, in this LLC, they create to, to actually buy the property. And they're, they're, what's the, their equity in the whole deal is that basically they're going to throw their commission into it, but they have some of the back end profit, right? Mm -hmm. um, I'm actually, I have a listing right now in Pleasanton for a realtor who just doesn't like, doesn't list houses basically, right? He's a local, he's out of, uh, out of uh, Vallejo. And he, you know, he's the kind of guy who just does exactly what you're talking about. He actually is an investor and he, over, over time, he's, he used to do deals with us back when we were contractors, right? Doing just just exactly what we're talking about, where he would uh, he would try to bring properties to us, and he'd bring or bring a buyer who was thinking about buying a prop buying a lot and needed a builder to talk to those kind of things. And he's basically parlayed that into he's now basically an investor, you know. And what he does is he he he, he buys a property, he bought a property in downtown Pleasanton, split it five ways. Now he's selling the houses. Um, but he doesn't even want to take the time to sell them. I mean, for him, that's not his game. His specialization is doing the next deal. You know, that's what he's on. So um, I don't know. I, I don't know how do, you, how do you get yourself to think like those builders. You start small, I think. Um, you start with uh, with a deal, and you start mm -hmm. kind of kind of working that way. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's a hard question. I don't. Well, know it does. I, I think I think it starts with relationships. Yeah, because you, you mentioned like your dad was a builder. I, I've talked to, and I don't have a lot of of uh, feelers into the space, but the the few times where I've got some access into like the commercial real estate side, for example, you find that the same thing is true. There's there's not a lot of instances of people having zero history of commercial real estate and then jumping into commercial, right? And I think uh, like building homes is a lot of that too. Like you tend to know somebody or it was in the family or something like that just because it, it seems very big from the outside. It's not that it is impossible to break into, but it seems so big Right. That I think you've got it's a, like it's a, ends up being just a very yeah. close knit kind of relationship driven space. Now, that's a good that's good news if you're good at building relationships, though. Great news. Well, right. Yeah. I love Greg's idea that he brought up earlier about just going in there and, and you know, offering to create videos. Right. Which is free, you know, free advertising mm -hmm. for them. And where's the downside? And then you create that relationship. I thought that's a great idea. Uh, even though it, whatever idea like that you have, you, you know, the idea sometimes isn't the the hard thing. It's it's the as you guys know, it's the actual going into the thirty builders in your in your and taking the time to go to each one and find them on the right day and 
and having those conversations and then and then not just doing it once, but continuing that on month after month over years. And like you said, building that trust that this isn't a fly-by-night guy who came into my office one time to say hello, but this is someone that I've been talking to now for a year and has made videos for my property. And maybe the next time I have an opportunity, maybe that's the guy I go to, right? Because there's just not, that. that's the hard thing is, is doing it day after day after day. But I, that's the kind of idea, Greg, that really would help open the door, you know? So I have a very, thank you, Mike. I appreciate that. Thank you. Johnson, respect, fucker. Damn it. You need I, I have never, <laughs> how dare you? I have never not respected your, your ideas. You have many good ideas. In fact, you have so many good ideas that that is the very problem. Yeah. Right. So I, I was talking with Stefan Adika uh, last night, and he was talking to me about this product that I had never heard of before. Uh, just came out. It's a Adobe, a, Adobe Professional Rush. Um, it's an editing software, which you can you can do on your uh, phone, right? It's kind of like Adobe Pro, but it's a lighter version. Um, and so you can work off of your actual mobile device and you can go and then you can edit it on your phone. And I was watching it and I'm like, I can even do this. They have like music, they have all intros and outros, everything you're gonna need. So you could literally go, it costs like six or 10 bucks a month. It's like, skip, Matt, skip Starbucks for two days and you can pay for this product, okay? And, <laughs> try one. <laughs> yeah, try one, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but I mean, with this, you could create really cool stuff with, customize like ins and outs you could i learned how to do this in 15 minutes on a youtube video so if you feel that you can't edit stuff or you need an editor to make this look good um this adobe uh professional rush i think it's professional rush hold on premiere rush premiere premiere rush i'm gonna say yeah, that wrong premiere is adobe no video editor rush. Right. Yeah. but you can you can go be a stalker creep around their pro their project right take some video do some what they call b-roll and then edit it, walk in, find out who the manager is, go, hey, can I get the card for the manager or a sales manager or whatever else? Dude, and then just send it to him. Hey, man, love to do some more videos like this for you, for you guys to see if I can generate some business. Bing, bang, boom, done. Go bing, with that, my child. <laughs> <laughs> my job is done here. My job is done. That's right. Mic drop, walk away. Oh, my God. <laughs> what would you do? So if Greg McDaniel comes to Gene Volpe, the evil bald ninja, and says, Matt Claussen has a project. I want to bring the buyers in. How would you get more eyeballs on the video that I just shot with the Premiere Rush? Well, you took me down a different path. But you could boost it and get it. I was going to go another way with that. But you could be in the Well, no, no, no. But first, I'll answer that. Um, I, I would spend a couple bucks on it. You know, because I think at that point, maybe Matt Clawson might be interested in, after the video is done, how many people actually saw and clicked it. And I, can I reproduce that for you? Right. So mm -hmm. we got a new property that's out there. We did a flyover drone. I edited it at no cost. I put it out there. I spent $20 on advertising for that. And then I gathered 18 leads for them and said, yeah, none of these. I got these for you. Just take them. I'd love to do this for you again. First time's free, you know, like a drug dealer. First time's free. <laughs> second time's going to cost you. Right. Couldn't but if we're delivering solid leads based off of something that we did and they're interested in the marketing end of it and he had to do nothing, there might be an opportunity there. What, what I was going to say earlier was when you were saying how to, if you don't know how to get in that space and you want to get in that space and go back to investors and builders, one of the things we were talking about a couple of weeks ago was asking. So I had this conversation with one of my clients and they, they were like, what do, you, what do you think I should do? I'm trying to get into X, Y, and Z. And I said, you probably have eight friends that are in that space, right? And they're like, yeah, I'm like, take them out for a beer. 
He goes, yeah, I guess I could just ask them, right? Now, I think in the building world, that might be a little bit more difficult just because access to Matthew's, Matt's dad is probably not as easy as getting access to investors. But if you have a circle of investors, those dudes will be willing to go out and, and get drinks with you all day because you're a potential buyer, right? When Not only are you an agent, but you're also a potential buyer when they have a wholesale deal. So they're going to come and listen to you and drink your free beer, and you can ask all the questions you want. What is it that you would need to, to sign on with me? Give me some tips, what you're looking for in a realtor. Like, ask those questions, put together your findings, and take the three best and rock and roll. Drop mic. We're done. That, that's going to say, that sounds very logical, which is which is exactly why no one will do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I agree. And you know, it's funny. It's, I think that it's we've so just logical. become, I think we've just become so accustomed to doing this stuff online that you just forget that you can call somebody and go, Hey, meet me Tuesday at this place. I'll buy you wings. I just want to pick your brain. That is true. You know, yeah, Matt, Matt, you were going to jump in there. I think I cut you off. So go ahead. Oh, I don't know. Me? Uh, well, I, uh... I, I think the face. I, I do think the face to face is so key, right? I mean, that that is what it is, what you need. And I think you know, ultimately, it is true that if you find the right, you know, finding something that's off market is obviously if it, for for someone who's looking for projects is fantastic. Finding some, or just being the first guy to tell somebody about about a, pro a property, right? Even if you're mm -hmm. the first. I mean, I, you know, I, I we used to, you know, have there was a number of realtors we worked with, and I'm sure that's the same. Same, I'm sure with most developers, we had our group of like three or four realtors that we did deals with over the years. Who would we work with on a given deal? The one who came into our office and said, hey, have you seen this? So it doesn't, even if it's not your deal, but you have to create that relationship. It all started there, right? So um, that that's where it comes in to, to being, you know, coming in there, you know, monthly for some stretch of time where they trust you, giving them opportunities. And maybe the first six that you bring to them don't work and you do the video and, you know, nothing big comes out of it or it does or whatever. But then, then now after a certain length of time, they trust that you're there. And one day you come in with that deal, whether it's something that you got in your little pee book there. What do you call that book there, Craig? My little black book of pee, baby. And it doesn't so stand for what you think. Pee. Yeah, so it could be little black, black book, book of pee. pee. <laughs> or it could be that it just came on Zillow, you know, or whatever. it just came on yesterday, right? And either way, if you're the first one to tell them about this opportunity and it's, the timing's right and they trust you a little bit, they're going to use you. And, that, and then the relationships, you know, then there's some fruition there that you can really build on. Um, so but, I, but so, it, so to me, it's about, you know, continuing that, not just one time, but doing it, you know, for a length of time where they trust you, that you, you're someone they, that is going to be keep working for them and provide a benefit to them. Here's an interesting experiment, uh, not, not experiment experience that I, I uh, had yesterday. I was heading down to Matt's second home, Starbucks, and uh, I was walking in, and this guy and I were coming from two different sides. We got, both got there at the exact same time. I was wearing the, you know, Zillow killer hat. So he's like, oh, it's a really cool hat. I'm like, thanks, man. I don't chit chat, right? He opens the door. We, I walk in and I thought we were done. I order my coffee. I'm waiting there. And uh, he comes up to me and goes, dude, I know you. I'm like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, man, I know you. I'm like, what do you mean you know me? He's like, dude, I remember two years ago, you were at the car wash getting your car clean and your S550 all suited up about you're ready to go to a listing appointment, but you're on the phone. And he was like, dude, I know this guy. How do I know this guy? And he's like, oh, I've been watching all of your stuff online for years. And I'm just really glad. And he's like, I, he lives in the Bay and I want to connect with him. So we connected yesterday, but it was, it goes back to your point, Matt. Clausen is this. If you're out there working with the builders and you're not seeing immediate gratification, 
you have people watching you, seeing what you're doing on a consistent basis. So as these videos, as this content continues to grow, maybe someone who has a project right now, but doesn't want one, but goes, God, this guy is fucking awesome. Like I want him on my next project, but he just doesn't have anything yet for you. But then he calls you up and goes, hey, Greg, this is Matt Clausen. I'm like this epically awesome builder. Uh, I have a new project. I've seen what you've done for you know, Gene Volpe, the Evil Bald Ninjas project, and I would love for you to work with mine. I'll give you the exclusive. <laughs> All right, because you gave and you gave and you gave and you gave before you, before you asked for anything. And you're just known around town at that point. I mean, people will start coming up to you. Gene, Gene we've talked about this, the mayor of said area, right? It, it works. It does. It happens to me all the time, and I hate it because I I'm, I pride myself on knowing people's names. And when they know you before you know them, I'm always like, I know I should know this person. It drives me nuts, and I hate it. I feel I feel so small. But no, it does work if you're if you apply it properly. Yeah, I, that's uh, right. That's, I, that's when you that's when you just point to the nearest person, even if you don't know them, and attempt to introduce them. Like, hey, you should meet. Uh, you got to meet my buddy here. You got to come on over here. You got to meet. Like, you don't even know who that other person is. Just find somebody to introduce and force the person to introduce introduce themselves. That's that's the key to that. The smooth oh. move, Johnson. Smooth move. That's right. I am the smoothest when it comes to social interactions. Nobody's more smooth than me. Oh, okay. All right, yeah, so uh, let's uh, let's start wrapping up. I know we've got some other stuff that we'll share before we wrap things up, but uh, Matt Clawson, what's the best way for people to reach out and connect with you? Well, I work however my clients want to work. So you can, my cell phone's 925-200-3526. Um, email address, matt.clawson at compass.com. Uh, obviously, it'd be honored to talk to anybody and help any way I can. Um, but you guys, it's been fun being on the show with you guys, man. You guys are uh, you guys are doing a great job. I know you're killing it. Um, but uh, thanks for thanks, having buddy. me on. It's been a good time. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah, it's great content. This is something we don't get a chance to talk about. Um, but what I, what I love about it, and especially the fact that Gene is here, and Gene has an investing and marketing background even more so than just working with agents, which he does too. But yeah, like I, I mean, to me, this is the future of where real estate is going is to be like to be in real estate is not joy it's not going to be as siloed i don't think over the coming couple of decades to where it's going to be oh you got this silo of realtors and you got this silo of investors and then you got the you know i think there's going to be the real estate agents that have the best chance of sticking around over the next 10 to 20 years are the ones that start building up their tool belt of other ways to be involved in real estate and they go in and they meet with somebody and they solve problems like Chris Prefontaine has talked about. Like you go in with more things in your tool belt, more things in your kit, and you're not going in there as just an agent. You're going in there as a problem solver and you have all these different options in your tool belt for how to help them solve their problem. And listing the house or helping them find their, their new house is just one of the tools in your tool belt. So I think, uh, Greg, this is something we can you know focus on more and more in the show, but I do think we're both seeing that same thing. Oh, 100%. I mean, I have a meeting. My brother did an introduction for me uh, to this guy, a gentleman by the name of Tom, and he has a company called Max Home Price. And, it, and that's when he will partner with uh, homeowners <clears throat> that need renovations done. And then I got to figure out how it all works. But basically, there's no upfront cost to contractors or anybody else. Everything is paid out of escrow, making sure that they're, you know, the current value and then the fixed up value, there's a gap there. Um, helping people maximize the sale of their home for more for more money to everyone. So you can come in and help them remodel their home at no cost, except for, except for the proceeds. I could buy it on terms. I have cash investors that might want to take a look at it. 
I can also uh, take it out and we just go to market. There's four, if not more, strategies right there that people can just pick which one's best for them. And I truly believe that's going to be the way of the future. Has to be. Right. Yep, agree. smiling so weird. Because uh, because Gene's got a role, he's got a balance, and I want to make sure that we get a, a good call to action for him. So if you are an agent and you want more exposure online, you want to nurture the people that are already in your database, and you want to reach new people with content that makes you the digital mayor of your space, for the love of God, you have seen Gene uh, featured on this podcast every week for way longer than we ever intended. And oh, the reason yeah. we keep yeah. inviting Gene back is because he's a blast, he's fun to work with, and he knows his proverbial shit. So reach out to him, and Gene, how do they do that? GeneVolpe.com. Again, there's a little menu on the side. Listen, I'm going to record that with your with your permission and use that from <laughs> here on out because you sell my services way better than I do. Yes, I do. Gene Volpe, Greg McDaniel, finish my thought. GeneVolpe.com. Thank you very much, sir. Hey, put me up on the chat bot, and I'll call you. <laughs> All right, Gene. Right, see Later, we'll Bye. see you next Friday. All right, uh, and then Greg, what's the uh, what's the best way to reach out and connect with you? All right, guys, uh, go ahead and text me. Uh, I'm reaching out with with my my cell phone again. Text me uh, at 925-915-1978. Let's uh, let's get an hour of free coaching on the books. Kind of see what I can do to help you or assist you. Uh, if you want to talk about EXP, go to bookmcdaniel.com. Uh, set up a time on uh, my calendar there, and we can talk there. So text me for some free uh, for for some free coaching. We can set something up, um, or go to bookmcdaniel.com. We'll talk about EXP, all the value adds, and how much fun and lovable time we get to snuggle with Matt on Saturday mornings. It is fantastic. He loves cuddles. Trent. <laughs> well, physical touch is my love language, so bring it on. All right, guys. Oh. Um, so you can always go to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review for the podcast. I appreciate that. Uh, so a little, a few of the comments we've got while we've been chatting about working with developers and builders uh, were really good. So Beth Ann says, Detroit in the house. I just started working with builders and love it, which is awesome. Uh, nice. Jason Northka says, you guys are speaking my language. I work with mainly developers and investors. Done 100-plus transactions since 2017. Get this, one developer. One developer, 100, 100 transactions. Talk about multiple deals. Damn. Isn't that crazy? Homeboy crushes. That, that was a very, very good relationship. Uh, and then uh, Rob St. John uh, has a great question. Greg, we got to chat about your strategy with Viral. I feel like my stuff is getting stagnant. Uh, first of all, Rob, they've got a million different topics, so you should never get stagnant. Just ask them, and there's there's 10 years of real estate agent topics they can throw your way. Uh, but if it's really getting stagnant and you want to get out of your house, go do what Greg is doing and interview local business owners. That's the fastest way to kind of build those relationships. And if you feel like you're pumping out content for your database and you're just getting tired of it, I guarantee your database is not as tired of it as you are because they are not hearing from you as much as you think they are. Um, but if you need to do something to kind of give yourself a kick in the pants and just do something different and unique, that's the first thing I do is go out and start building relationships with people that own businesses that are like, uh, they're involved and they're prominent in the community. And if you build good relationships with them, they probably know other people that should be using you and they're more likely to refer you. So it's a really good, I mean, this is a proven strategy that people like financial advisors, CPAs, like all those guys that just build their business by referrals and networking in the right groups. So we already know this works. Real estate agents just don't, like we don't, we're not very good at it. If we don't do it, right? Um, so that's where I would use is I would use your videos as leverage to go in and meet those people. You know what they should do, Matt? Well, the mats. I'm going to call you the mats. You know what? He should go to a new home builder and highlight a new property. 
Ding, ding. My my service invoice will be in the mail, Rob. Uh, please pay in full. There is no installments. Okay. <laughs> Get your credit card ready, Rob. All right. All right, gentlemen. I think that's going to do out. it. Just, just, just me hearing you guys today. It pumps me up, man. It pumps me up. Good. You guys have good, you know, it's all about, it reminds me, you know, like we started off talking about Compass and a little bit and just, what, you know, all the tools they have, but it really comes down to getting in front of people's faces, right? And the same thing's true mm -hmm. of builders, developers, and homeowners, just your, your typical client base, right? I mean, it's, it's like in, in all cases, it's getting your face in front of them, face-to-face -face contact. Ultimately, those tools are there. You can use those to sell yourself to them when you're face-to-face, -face, but you got to get there, right? Got to get there. Um, that yeah, that's so there. true. Yeah. Um, so, Johnson Face, we need a color. Please pick a color. Pick any color. Yeah, we're going with orange. We're going with orange today. Didn't we do orange last week for Hank? We had we did Hank, last week Hank's we orange. Yes, okay. Orange. Well, let's let's go. All right. Well, you know what pairs nicely with orange? Uh, navy blue. <laughs> All right, navy blue. <laughs> All right, guys. This is a navy blue bow on this show. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for hanging with us. Hopefully, you got you got some good ideas from what we were jabbering around like uh, drunk monkeys on a branch. But I love you. Matt kind of Matt Johnson kind of likes you. Clausen loves you and adores you. And the evil bald ninja will sell the shit out of you. So, until next time, guys. We love you. Peace out, my ninjas. We're gone.